What is up, you guys? Welcome to the Chosen League podcast, where we put the fire in sports content. I am your one and only host, Devin, and in today's episode, I want to talk to you guys about two things. Number one, Steph Curry making history last night in Madison Square Garden by surpassing Ray Allen for most threes. I'm telling you, Curry is going to continue making history. And also, the other thing I want to talk to you guys about is Kyrie Irving's return. Let's not waste any time. Let's not hesitate. And let's get into it. So, Curry made history last night in Madison Square Garden. But before I even talk about the now, I want to talk talk about two days before it even happened. So, two days back, Stephen Curry had regrets about talking about what it would be, what basically talking about him breaking Ray Allen's record. And also Steve Kerr talked about this. So anyways, Curry felt like it, it would be, he, he felt like it was extra just to hear the whole world talk about him surpassing Ray Allen for most threes and becoming the three-point king. And at that time, I didn't understand because I'm in my mind and I'm like, out of all the things you guys do in the NBA, it's gonna it's gonna get talked about. That's that's just that's just given. The media is gonna talk about whatever NBA players do, whether it's on the court, off the court, technical foul, injury, or you know records like this that Curry just broke. So he he added that it was just anxiousness. It wasn't tension, but it was anxiousness. So not like I said before, not only did. Steve Kerr, not only Steph Curry gave his perspective, but Steve Kerr did as well. And so this is what Steve Kerr had to say about it. Steve Kerr basically said it it was a slight distraction. He believed Curry could have broken the record for most threes at home against the Portland Trailblazers. Kerr goes on to say he, he he fed into basically, you know, the whole the whole talk about Curry beating Ray Allen's record. And he he was he made a statement in the interview in Philly with the media. He said everything Curry does doesn't surprise him. And I don't blame like honestly looking at that that at that part where he says everything Curry does d- does um everything Curry does doesn't surprise him. I truly believe that because you believe in your your own player as a coach. You you know what your player is capable of. But with Curry, on the other hand, about how he felt anxious be, about, you know, beating the record, we have to understand that his teammate, Clay Thompson, at that time held the record for most three-pointers in a game, and that's 14 threes. So I can understand. Now I can fully understand why Curry, you know, was saying that. But then, you know, with Steve Kerr, they, they just didn't want to put too much on it because right now the, the Golden State Warriors are leading the Western Conference. They are number one. They are trying – they are back to being the top the top dogs. They're back to the top of the mountain. They're trying to be – they're trying to get back into being title contenders. They're trying to get back to the conversation. And there's been conversations about Curry being in the GOAT debate, and people have written off, you know – LeBron as for as being the GOAT. And just it's just based off of what Curry's doing. So back to back to that with Curry. So basically Curry had 
in that last night's game when he made history. He had 22 points, three assists, three re- three rebounds, and he also he was five of 14 from three. And I believe the memorable moment was, was when he gave his father the the game ball because looking at it from like Dale Curry's perspective, even though he's that Steph Curry's dad, you know it's amazing when you watch your children grow and you just see them. You see, you're basically watching them achieve greatness. You're seeing them step into their own path and they're achieving greatness. Curry, in my eyes, Curry is is the best shooter of all time. He he's up there. I believe he's up there because Curry, the way Curry made it to where he made it to where threes was shooting threes was a thing, and it's always been because if you look at it. Look at he got centers. He got like seven foot players shooting threes. You ain't never seen you ain't never seen that back in back back in Jordan's time. You know back with Sha- or even even with Shaq, most big men they were trying to dominate the paint. They weren't trying to shoot no threes. It was either I post you up for a mid range shot or I'm I'm attacking you in the paint. Now the NBA has evolved around shooting threes. It's a it's a it's a new era. So. Shout out to Stephen Curry for achieving greatness, and I and I do believe he's going to achieve more because he's going to accomplish more throughout his career. Next, we're going to move into what you guys all have been waiting for, which is Kyrie Irving's return. So basically, Kyrie Irving put out this Instagram post of him wearing his own signature shoe, and basically, basically, could this mean – Kyrie is giving not only the NBA world, but fans as well a hint that he he's returning soon. And looking at it, I feel like it I feel like it doesn't mean that he's returning. Like if he if he was on the court or something, then okay, yeah. But I mean he's putting on the signature shoe. It could it it could it could possibly mean a return or it could just be like oh i'm just i'm putting these shoes on just to show y'all that maybe my i might have a new signature shoe coming out soon so y'all might want to i want to give y'all the hint on that well who knows maybe maybe i might be wrong maybe i might be right it it, it is what it is but just to piggyback off of how it all started to now um Kyrie Irving didn't want to get get the vaccine shot due to personal reasons. He had his he had his reasons about why he didn't want to get you know why he didn't want to get the shot. But he, you know, he it it's it's up to him. He I don't blame him for that. You know you you're you're worried about your own health and you don't. Not everybody's just gonna get the vaccine shot. Just be up and ready to get the vaccine shot because they're cautious about it. And then another thing, you know, Kyrie refused to give information on his vaccine status in the interview. And that, and in that interview, he missed the Brooklyn Nets media day at that time. And even though the Nets organization grew tired of it, you know, they, they did look into trading him. And I was all in for it because I'm like, you ain't, you ain't trying to play. And at that time, when and at that time, they started to hold players accountable. They were going to hold players accountable. They weren't going to let him play in home games. Plus, they were plus they were going to actually, you know, find them too. 
because they'll they'll let them play away games, but it was just home games they weren't gonna play. But I I was all for it because I'm in my in my mind I'm like, if you're not gonna play and you're not gonna fulfill your commitment to the team, which was bring a championship to Brooklyn, why are you here? Because la- last year, last year you know injuries came about that that was that was unexpected. That was that's that just happens. In, in sports period, you're going to get hurt. You're going to get injured and you're going to have to rehab to get back and be better than you were before. Well, at that time, Kyrie Irving was like mentally, he wasn't in a good headspace because he violated safety protocol at that time. You know, they caught, they caught him without out somewhere, not wearing a mask. And like I said, I, I feel like they, sh- they should have traded him at the time because they didn't need him. And right now they really don't need him. And I'm going to tell you why. I'm gonna tell you why later on. Leading leading up to leading up to this. So in the end, the Nets ended up not trading Kyrie and has said that they would welcome Kyrie back with open arms if he decides to get vaccinated or if New York decides to uplift the vaccine mandate. Now, New York is not up, they're not gonna uplift their vaccine mandate because they have took it further. And the reason why I say that Kyrie, the Nets really didn't need Kyrie, they should have traded him. Because right now, they are leading the Eastern Conference. They're 20 and 8. 20 wins and 8 losses. Without Kyrie. I mean, they would love to have him back. The Brooklyn Nets as a Brooklyn as a whole, not just the players. In the end, not the players, but Brooklyn as a whole would love Kyrie back. Would love to see Kyrie return to the court. And Kevin Durant and Kyrie are close for close. They've they've been in dialogue, you know, communicating and talking about what you know Durant's saying what Kyrie's role would be on the team and you know, giving him info on breaking down the games and you know a lot more. And this is just this is this 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 has to happen, man. I would love to see Kyrie back, but if you're not gonna play, man, there's there's nothing else. There's nothing else for me to do, because you have already shown me that you ain't committed to the team. You're not committed to the end goal, which is win a championship and bring a bring a chip to Brooklyn. Kevin Durant is struggling. I mean, like Kevin Durant's been through it all. He's putting the franchise, he's putting the whole franchise on his back. And James Harden is doing all he can. So what else is there? What else is there? There is so much he can do. A man can only do so much. You even though y'all, y'all are this is the big three. Kevin Durant can't do it by himself. They need that other playmaker. Kyrie. We already know what James Harden could do. James Harden is a playmaker. But I, I said this too. If Kyrie comes back, you know, you know what happens? Let 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 James Harden be the playmaker. Let Kyrie score. Let Kyrie and KD be the scorers. 
James Harden can play, make, facilitate, and, and still get his buckets. He did it. He did it in in Houston, but not as much. With Westbrook, him and Westbrook going at it, they had to, you know, share the limelight. You know, that didn't that didn't last long either. But at the same time, you Kyrie. You made a commitment. You have an obligation to, and that's to win a championship and bring a championship to Brooklyn. If you can't do that with the with the guys you got, and plus y'all got Blake Griffin. And y'all just brought back LaMarcus Aldridge. What? You have the team. You have it. It's right in front of you. You have all the pieces. You just got to put it together and make it happen. That's it. Man. Kyrie, get, if, you, if you're going to get vaccinated, get vaccinated. If you're not... Don't waste the team's time. Because in the end, either you're going to get vaccinated, they're either going to trade you. Oh, and that's another thing. They, they, There was talks about Kyrie actually retiring. I was like, this, at this stage of his career, I mean, he would be well off if he retires. But, I mean, that could be an option, too. But in the end, I understand that it was the reason for him was because of, you know, his his own personal reasons, because he was he wanted to do it because of his health. You know, I like I said before, at the beginning, at, you know, in the in this episode, not everybody's going to be up and ready to take this vaccine shot because. Everybody doesn't know what it's going to do, if it's really going to work or not. So or if it's if it's a decision that they have it's a decision they're going to make you know i don't blame everybody for for not taking it i recommend you take it but if you're not going to take it then it's your choice everybody has a choice in this life you know but i i want to see a championship brought to brooklyn because they they really are this close you're leading you're leading the league, you're leading the conference and if Kyrie not going to come back, oh, well, it's up to James Harden and KD. Because you really, really looking at it, looking at it, let, let me, let me, let me take y'all back to 2003. Miami Heat, Dwayne Wade. Dwayne Wade was the, is their Miami Heat's franchise player. Until Shaq got there, it was just them two and role players. And they won a championship. They didn't need a big three. So it doesn't matter if you have a big three or a duo. You could still win a championship. It doesn't, it it really doesn't have to be a big three. But you know, in today's NBA, they want to create big threes. They want that's what they want to do. Hey, that, that's the way of the NBA. That is all for today's episode. Be sure to subscribe to stay notified, share, and leave a review. I'm Devin, and I'm signing off.